Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. Luke 640 says this, it says a disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when he is fully trained will be like his teacher. Mm. Speak on that for a minute, because I mean, yeah. that that's straight out of the word of God. Everyone when he yeah. is fully trained will be like his teacher. So talk to the parent who's like, okay, but I don't have it all together. I don't know how to teach my kids. I don't know the word of God well enough. I don't have what it takes to teach my kids truth because I'm still figuring it out myself. Talk to that parent for a minute. Yeah, I think one of the things that we misunderstand um, even about the application of that verse is that we would limit that to the things that we say as training. And I think that what that Bible verse has in full view is that the way we live life with our children, the way life is lived with anybody for a prolonged season of time has an impact on that person's mm-hmm. life. And, and to make my case for that, I would go back to Deuteronomy 6. It is the as you go command of God to obey God, to submit to God, to follow God, to uphold all of his statutes. And the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 6, you get around the 21st or the 25th verse, and the Lord anticipates that the child observing his or her parents will be provoked by that observation and will ask the question, why? And then it's expressly stated that as you are doing all the things that I commanded you to do, so think of this as training, you are living this life, you're doing these things, your kids are with you, and they are doing these things as well, then they're going to, for wait, why are we doing this? Like There's gonna be this moment for a second or longer where they're gonna say, okay, why don't we participate in the things that the world participates in? In the Old mm-hmm. Testament context, it's why are we keeping the statutes? Why, why are we doing all these things to the Lord our God, right? And what did God say? God said, through these acts, through following me in righteousness, you are to introduce me to your children. Mm-hmm. So when we think about the ways our children are being trained, it's so much more than just giving them the reading and the writing and the arithmetic at home. It is living a life before them. It is living a life with them, whereby the question is then provoked. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, why don't we go here? Why don't we watch this? In my daughter's case, why can't I have a phone? Why can't I have social media? And then I have an opportunity because in the Old Testament context, God tells uh, through the prophet, through Moses, that you are to say you were slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought you out. That's what they're to say. And the day that comes when your, your sons ask, why are you doing these things? You're to tell them that you were slaves in Egypt. So in a New Testament context, as I look at my life, when my daughters or my sons ask me questions about why we're doing things that are so different, we're living so counterculturally, why are we doing things in America that most people are not doing? Or why are we not doing things in America that most people are doing? Then we have an opportunity to say, you know what? Because I was a slave to sin. Mm. And because I deserve the wrath of God, indeed, the wrath of God was on me. But because of Jesus Christ and his sufficient sacrifice, I have turned from those ways. I have said no to ungodliness and I've said yes to holiness and yes to righteousness. 
This is the on-ramp for the gospel. Mm -hmm. I think what we often miss in our educating our kids at home is that what we are building, what we are building with our life is a smooth on-ramp for the gospel. Our kids are going to ask us why. Our kids are going to ask us how come. And what we're supposed to do is take them back to scripture. Now, listen, Mm -hmm. this can only happen if we are living counterculturally. Yeah. The Bible says that we're supposed to be peculiar. So this is what I say. You've got to embrace the peculiarity principle, right? That you're not going to be like those around you. And there's a reason for that. Because in the day when our kids, those are the ones who are closest to us, when they look at that peculiarity and they see that we're so different, like, no, we don't go here. We don't do that. And we don't celebrate this. And we're not going to affirm that. We're not going to ally with this. Then we have an opportunity to make much of Jesus Christ. And this opportunity is being missed by so many because we don't understand what it is to be fully trained. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.